Hi, I'm Ellen, and you're listening to the Holy District Podcast. Welcome to our weekly scripture meditation series on pause. Last spring, we did this same style series with a focus on embodiment. We listened with our different senses to gospel stories where we see Jesus showing care for the whole person, physical, mental, relational, and spiritual. If you're interested in that focus, I hope you'll go back to that episode and check that out. These next few weeks, our scripture meditation will focus on kingdom imagery. Episodes will release on Sundays at 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time each week, hopefully in time for your morning coffee or any other pause in your day. I, Ellen, community pastor in State College, Pennsylvania, invite you to join me each week to soak in the good news of scripture together. For the few minutes of each episode, I invite you to be present. Maybe you're enjoying a meal or a coffee break. Maybe you're beginning a walk or commute. Maybe you're simply sitting on a porch or bench outside. However you are coming to share these next few minutes, welcome. I already mentioned our theme is kingdom imagery. When I say that, kingdom imagery, what comes to mind? Whose kingdom? What kind of images? Where might these images and ideas come from? The kingdom we're looking at is God's kingdom. Throughout the whole Bible, over hundreds of years, there are a variety of ways that the kingdom of God is described. Some images may be familiar to you, other passages you've never heard before. As the weeks go by, I'm hoping we'll see God's kingdom in some of its different facets. We'll see God's kingdom as beautiful, as just, a place of healing and restoration, a space for reconciliation and true flourishing. As we listen to these passages together, we'll, sh- we'll shape a shared vision of God's kingdom. Vision, prophecy, imagery, sometimes I think these things, these words are for things in the future. They are things to come, things that will be, things I am hoping for. I've also seen how vision, prophecy, and imagery give me encouragement for the present, the right now. God's kingdom vision matters for our world now because Jesus Christ has come and given us the fullest picture of what it means to live into God's kingdom vision on earth. Looking at how Jesus lives and what he teaches, we see that he is bringing God's kingdom beauty, God's kingdom justice, kingdom mercy, healing, restoration, reconciliation, and flourishing to the world through his ministry in the Gospels. Jesus gives us this full picture and invites us to participate in this kind of living, this kind of kingdom coming to earth living through the power and wisdom of the Holy Spirit. And God's been inviting people to this kingdom vision for a long time. In the Old Testament prophecies, 
we see images of what God's kingdom will look like and what it will mean for the world. One of these images in the prophets is from Ezekiel, chapter 47. When Ezekiel is prophesying, that real moment in history when he was prophesying, the kingdoms of Israel and Judah had been exiled to Assyria and Babylon, and Jerusalem, the city of Jerusalem, and the temple are destroyed. It's not a great situation. Ezekiel has spoken to Israel about how they were disobedient to God and were doing some terrible things to one another. So God judges Israel for its role in oppressing others, their abuse of power, and their unfaithfulness to God. That judgment um, and the message of judgment from God that Ezekiel is sharing with, uh, with God's people has been most of the book of Ezekiel. And we come to these last few chapters of the book of Ezekiel, where we have a multiple chapter vision of restoration. So today we're picking up toward the end of this grand vision of restoration. So much has already been laid out in this vision of restored land, and that includes the laying of the holy district. And back at the temple, the new temple, Ezekiel notices a trail of water. Today, we will listen together to Ezekiel's vision of God's kingdom. As I read, I invite you to listen closely to Ezekiel's prophetic words. We'll read the same passage twice. Ezekiel 47, verse 1. The man brought me back to the entrance of the temple, and I saw water coming out from under the threshold of the temple toward the east, for the temple faced east. The water was coming down from under the south side of the temple, south of the altar. He then brought me out through the north gate and led me around the outside to the outer gate facing east, and the water was trickling from the south side. As the man went eastward with a measuring line in his hand, he measured off a thousand cubits and then led me through water that was ankle deep. He measured off another thousand cubits and led me through water that was knee deep. He measured off another thousand and led me through water that was up to the waist. He measured off another thousand, but now it was a river that I could not cross because the water had risen and was deep enough to swim in, a river that no one could cross. He asked me, Son of man, do you see this? Then he led me back to the bank of the river. When I arrived there, I saw a great number of trees on each side of the river. He said to me, this water flows toward the eastern region and goes down into the Arabah where it enters the Dead Sea. When it empties into the sea, the salty water there becomes fresh. Swarms of living creatures will live wherever the river flows. There will be a large number of fish because this water flows there and makes the salt water fresh. So where the river flows, everything will live. Fishermen will stand along the shore from Engedi to En-Egalim. There will be places for spreading nets. The fish will be of many kinds, like the fish of the Mediterranean Sea. But the swamps and marshes will not become fresh. They will be left for salt. 
fruit trees of all kinds, will grow on both banks of the river. Their leaves will not wither, nor will their fruit fail. Every month they will bear fruit, because the water from the sanctuary flows to them. Their fruit will serve for food and their leaves for healing. Ezekiel 47 verse 1 The man brought me back to the entrance of the temple, and I saw water coming out from under the threshold of the temple toward the east, for the temple faced east. The water was coming down from under the south side of the temple, south of the altar. He then brought me out through the north gate and led me around the outside to the outer gate, facing east, and the water was trickling from the south side. As the man went eastward with a measuring line in his hand, he measured off a thousand cubits and then led me through water that was ankle deep. He measured off another thousand cubits and led me through water that was knee deep. He measured off another thousand and led me through water that was up to the waist. He measured off another thousand, but now it was a river that I could not cross because the water had risen and was deep enough to swim in, a river that no one could cross. He asked me, Son of man, do you see this? Then he led me back to the bank of the river. When I arrived there, I saw a great number of trees on each side of the river. He said to me, This water flows toward the eastern region and goes down into the Arabah, where it enters the Dead Sea. When it empties into the sea, the salty water there becomes fresh. Swarms of living creatures will live wherever the water flows. There will be a large number of fish because this water flows there and makes the salt water fresh. So where the river flows, everything will live. Fishermen will stand along the shore, from Engedi to En-Egilim. There will be places for spreading nets. The fish will be of many kinds, like the fish of the Mediterranean Sea. But the swamps and marshes will not become fresh. They will be left for salt. Fruit trees of all kinds will grow on both banks of the river. Their leaves will not wither, nor will their fruit fail. Every month they will bear fruit, because the water from the sanctuary flows to them. Their fruit will serve for food, and their leaves for healing. What words or images stood out to you in this passage? Why might that be? The Dead Sea is a real place. Nothing lives in that sea because it is too salty. In Ezekiel's vision, this is where fruit trees will never fail to produce fruit and fishermen will fish. What's changed here? How do you imagine a dead place changing to now be a place of producing life? Thinking about yourself and your community, 
What have you seen before as dead, hopeless space or situation? How do you imagine this space or situation changing to be a space in your community that produces life? What is one thing this passage sends you out to do today? I'll close with a blessing over you. May you look for the trickles of water flowing to the dead spaces of your community, your relationships, and your own heart. May you have strength and wisdom to follow streams of life. Jesus, give us patience as we participate in the healing of spaces and situations. May Christ produce fruit for good food and leaves for healing in and through you today. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Holy District podcast today. The Holy District is an expanding network of grassroots, Jesus-centered community building currently multiplying in Pennsylvania and Arizona. We are grateful to share scripture with you and to hold space to hear what God might have for us and our communities each week. You can find us on social media at Rediscover Sacred. And if you'd like to connect with me, Erica, Journey, Brooke, or another member of our team, you can fill out a contact form on our website, holydistrict.org.